how do you like us now, rest of the NHL? <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is it not? It, it apparently wasn't enough that we swept our way through Canada. How about now when we did what nobody in the great Eastern Conference could do and we beat the Boston Bruins uh, in their own barn? RJ, everybody, I think we're all feeling pretty good right now. Yeah, I, I certainly am. I, this has got to be the most... I don't know, just invested watching a Kraken game. I think I've ever gotten into the game more than any other. This one felt like a playoff game Uh, the style of hockey. It's just if you've watched enough playoff games, it's got that certain something to it that just draws you in. I I think I only tweeted once in the third period and it's not for lack of action. It was just my eyes were glued to the game. I kind of lost that whole, you know, like media. I got to tweet professionalism here. I was just I was glued to it. And I think this is a game that the Kraken can be so proud of. I'll paraphrase the last tweet I sent before the third start. This is not the most dominant effort from we've seen from the Kraken this season, but I think it's the most impressive. This is playoff style hockey. The Bruins make you earn every single inch of ice and the Kraken just outworked them for it all game. And it's so great to see that they can play this type of game. Yeah, it is. And I, and I do think that this felt like a playoff game. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot that we'll dive into as as we get going in here as we as we start working in chat and everything. Want to welcome everybody uh, here to ECH's post game live presented by Queen Anne Beer Hall, where we are what forty eight hours away from our first live event there. So can't wait. I for know that. they'll be coming off of this game. I mean, who, who's yeah. excited yeah. to go watch the crack and try and make it eight in a row? It's going to be such a fun time. I cannot wait to get up there and and be a part of that. And then the other thing is, before we dive too deep into everything, uh, I'm just going to point out, Mm -hmm. Kraken only 27% tonight on face-offs with that that pretty decisive win. (laughs) The trend continues, everybody. The trend continues. We all know what's really up. Uh, All right. So, yeah, not only do the... the Kraken get the win tonight. They get the shutout in the barn that nobody can pick up two points in in regulation. That's just not the not what's going on for them. And uh, yeah, I mean they got it done by by doing all the things that underdogs kind of have to do in games, with the exception of maybe score on the power play. But we'll get to all that later because JMG's in here with the super chat. Going to throw that out one up. Biggest win in franchise history. And you know what? I think JMG is right. I agree. I think it is the biggest win in franchise history. I think, uh, and and the reason that is, is because they've reached a new high point in the history of the franchise. I don't think the Kraken uh, have ever been better off than they are right now. Um, And and just, there's no more of a statement win than this. Uh, You go back through all the different games. um, This one has to top it. Yeah, it just does. I mean, I think because of where the Kraken are as an organization at the moment, as you're in this season two, you're building towards a brighter future. You're, you know, you've got your full season of Maddie, who's your kind of franchise future cornerstone, uh, and in his hometown, no less, right? And then uh, you, you're also, you know, you're you're trying to see what you have out of this coaching staff. You're trying to see where this group really is at as you approach another kind of, you know, pivotal trade deadline situation for your organization as you try to figure out where you are in your whole like three to five year plan. Um, I just think as as an organization, this road trip coming off of the, the, the end of December that you had was going to be a big thing, and not only for you as an organization, but also for your perception around the NHL. 
uh, because you had all season long, you've had nothing but people asking the question of, oh, well, are they for real? Can they keep this going? What about when they play this team? What about if they play that team? Right. And this is, you know, the kind of road trip. And I think this game kind of is the best example of it from this whole road trip of, you know, this team is. I don't know. In some ways, it feels like they are ahead of schedule if you're looking at it, you know, from a Ron Francis uh, point of view. And if you're looking at it from as an outsider, you're looking at this and you go, OK, you know what? No, this team is for real. Um, this is a, a a kind of playoff. They, they can play playoff hockey. They can play uh, this style of game and grind out these wins and they can go into any building on any given night and and really cause problems for people and beat them. And I think that that's just huge. And I think this is going to be the one where we're going to start to see that narrative shift from all the national reporters, from people like, you know, the hockey guy. I don't think he'll be so fast to maybe switch <laughs> back to uh, where we were at uh, before this one. Like this is going to be the one that uh, is going to leave a lasting impression and a lasting mark uh, not just for this year's squad, but really for just the Kraken as a legitimate NHL team. We're no longer kind of the the poor stepchild coming into the league. Uh, we are we are officially one of you, and uh, we're we're going to give you problems. And I think that that's awesome for them. Yep, and uh, I mean, just so convincing. And like, I, I just want like this guy out brewing the Bruins. I think that's what they did too. That they can play that style of game. So convincing. Yeah. Uh, Leanne here at the Super Chat. Thank you so much. Pretty sure we could all use some Gatorade. That is right. Yes. I, I I ran out of Gatorade earlier today. Uh, I didn't buy more because I knew I was leaving on the trip. <laughs> all right. Well, Le Gatorade Leanne's got, was... got you covered for the whole trip, it seems like. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna need that. It's important to stay hydrated when going out on those things. Thank you very much for the super chat, Leanne. Really do appreciate it. Um all right, coming over here into chat. Oh, we've got another Hang one on. Here. Let's see, Ty. Uh, a dollar for every door slammed. Martin Jones is a bad man. That is all. <laughs> that is fantastic. I like Love that. It. You know, Yeah, I mean, lost to this. We're, we're talking about shutting out the Bruins. I mean, it's another shutout for Martin Jones. Uh, I mean, he's just playing lights out, making this a very difficult conversation as far as, you know, cracking goaltending is concerned. Yeah, and you look at uh, who the crack who Hackstall chose to start this game, and we talked about it a little bit on the last post game, like you know who do you choose? And I think you go with the goalie you view as at least your one A, and that yeah. has to be Martin Jones right now. And with the way he's playing, it just makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, he was amazing in this game. There were a lot of saves, clutch saves that he had to make. I keep going back to that one uh, where he kept his left leg on the post as the as yeah. Marshand and everyone was jamming away at it. Uh, just the strength you need on a play like that, uh, where you know if that goes past the line, it's a whole different game. We saw the push that the Bruins were able to put on in the last minute, being within a goal. Uh, it, it's just a whole other level of cushion. So Martin Jones, he is a bad man. <laughs> That is right. Thank you for the super chat there, Ty. The the thing that that got me with um with Martin Jones tonight was the way he was sending pucks to the corner, especially with his blocker. And that became big time late in the game, especially once the net was empty at the other end and the Kraken were really kind of dying out there on that shift was he was co consistently able to get the puck away 
you know, position rebounds away from that kind of center area where you know the Bruins were hoping they could try to get a messy goal, a greasy one there to get back in the game. And Martin Jones was just saying, no, I'm going to I'm gonna send him over here to the corner. I'm going to give my guys an opportunity to grab it, hopefully clear it, get a, get a change. And that, to me, I thought was very impressive because that's something we haven't really seen from uh, you know any Kraken goaltender ever, if we're being honest, uh, <laughs> is, is that kind of like heads-up rebound control uh, working with your teammates, trying to really try to close out a big time game like this. And Martin Jones just showed that he could in that final, you know, four and a half minutes there or so. Uh, more super chats here. Uh, Daniel, I don't personally drink Gatorade, but I got my W filled in my cup. Let's go. And uh, thank you for the super chat there, Daniel. And thank you, Sergeant Pickles. Not a dance party. Kraken rave. Here, can we, I can try to simulate that. Oh, here How's we go. That? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> I don't I don't oh, have man. any glow sticks, unfortunately, up here on my desk. Otherwise, I'd be I'd be putting those on. Uh CR Bud continuing the train of the super chats here. Currently rehydrating, breathing, breathing, normalizing, color returning to my face, alert and talking again. I think we can all uh you know probably say the same thing there, CR Bud. That those that last bit, especially. Once Boston, you know, pulled the goalie, I liked that call from Montgomery to get aggressive with that and go with yes. it. it. It was the right call. I mean, they had a lot of um, prolonged pressure there. It was just if it wasn't for the Kraken playing, I mean, that is the most team-based hockey maybe that they've ever played. All five guys committed to staying down low, staying in those passing lanes, taking away shots. And then, yeah, you know, you do get one lucky bounce. I don't think David Pasternak has ever missed a one-timer like that in his entire <laughs> life. And you get lucky on him missing the first for the first time tonight. Um, but otherwise, I mean, that was that was a gutsy effort. If they're, you know, in the in the truest sense of the word from all those guys who had to be out there for, you know, two and a half plus minutes. Yeah, for sure. And you hear it so much from the coaches and the players defending as a five man unit. Um, and, and, you know, it kind of can blend in and just become one of those phrases you ignore. But when you see it uh, done like that, especially in a six on five situation, um, the coordination and, and staying in lanes and everything, it's it's something to behold. Yeah. And then the shot blocking, too. I mean, yes. I, I, I've got the number here, 19 shots blocked for the Kraken tonight. And I'm telling you, at least a third of those were in that last five minute stretch there. Yep. Steve, like they were they were they were not going to let this game go. And again, that's something that, you know, even as as recently as last game we were talking about was their their ability to to kind of finish strong close out a game kind of put their you know foot on the throat of the of an opponent and tonight we kind of saw that we we saw that in that last little bit there uh was yeah. them just deciding no we are not going to let them get back in this game this game is ours and we're finishing it tammy with the next super chat that 230 d shift at the end almost killed me i think it almost killed all the crack it out there on the ice too i know uh, I and, and, and the forwards out there for about two minutes also i mean when, when tolvanen just kind of chipped that puck into the bench what a relief that was for everyone well and what a heads up play on that too yeah. right knowing that you can do that that's not going to be a delay of game you can get it out of there yeah it was going to turn into an offensive zone face-off situation for you but in that moment the only thing that matters is being able to get all guys off and change and uh you were able to do that in that moment that was that was a, a brilliant play by him uh somebody who also had an, a, an incredible goal earlier on in the game as well and then jmg with another super <laughs> chat in here seems like the kraken came into the game with definite strategy and stuck to it i agree with this as well i do feel like on this road trip we've seen 
you know, again, potentially more so than ever, Dave Haxtall and the coaching staff put together game specific plans and strategies for the team that they are going to be playing that night. And then the team, you know, buys into that, sticks with it. And those strategies are good strategies. Yes, it's been so like refreshing to see in these games, these road games. It feels like every opponent kind of has a different strategy. Uh, you know, the Bruins, they they like to kind of just cycle around in the offensive zone. You have to make sure that you're boxing out guys in front of the net. Uh, there was a shift in the in the third where Susie and Borgen just a couple times made sure yeah. like they had their heads on a swivel, identify, okay, who's there? I'm going to take him out. I'm going to take his stick out. If you notice, the stick lifts in front of the net. Fantastic. The Bruins players could not set up with a stick down on the ice in front of the net. Mm -hmm. uh, just little things like that. The focus. Like the, the word I keep coming back to is focus, too. Because uh, against this Bruins team, you need to be focused for a full 60. And the Kraken were. Yeah, and then offensively, it was, hey, just throw pucks at the net. Like, we're going to have to try to outwork them. We know we're, you know their defense and the way their forwards can back check playing against a guy like Patrice Bergeron. You're not going to be able to necessarily set up all five guys in the zone, get your cycle going, <laughs> try to do all that stuff. Like, that's just not going to be an option for you. So I thought they were really creative in how they kind of used two-man attacking units out there, particularly earlier on in this game before Boston started to get tired as the game got uh you know last longer and longer um but it was it was just kind of you know two guys would go in on the attack somebody tried to go to the net the other guy's just going to try to send it to the net perfectly exemplified in that brandon tan of goal to start oh, things yeah. off like yeah that's still a lucky bounce but like that was clearly what the kraken were trying to do because they identified hey this is going to be the only way we're really going to be able to generate some offense tonight uh it's kind of what their weakness is is that kind of gap they, they like to keep their defenders really close to home and their forwards kind of up a little so you gotta you gotta kind of play in that middle zone and try to create things there that's going to be the only place you're going to find time and space and the kraken identified that they got their forwards there they were able to use that little bit of time and space and they were able to generate some things there uh, i i thought yeah coaching staff game plan player buy-in players executing the strategy like all of that was operating at a hundred percent on a night that it had to, to to get the w and and here we are celebrating that win uh, all right, so a couple more super chats here. Jeremiah, how's it going? Seven in a row to beat Boston. I love it. What a signature win for the Kraken. Tolvin and not too shabby of a waiver claim. I mean, we seems like we talk about this after every uh, game, RJ, but Tolvanen is just, I mean, he's on fire right now. I, I just, it's incredible. And you look at, at things tonight against a, a big physical Boston team, uh, a team where, you know, again, it was going to be a hard fought kind of game. Tolvanen tied with Alexiak for the team lead in hits with five. Yeah, he was all around the action tonight, and he's just not afraid. He's not one of the bigger players out there on the ice, certainly not by any stretch, um, but but he's not afraid to get into the corners, to get into those dirty areas, and I think you see a lot of that too on the forecheck. Yanni Gord talked a few days ago about um, – liking the, the way that they're forechecking now with that trio on that line um, and, and kind of being really intentional about where you intentional about where you send pucks in different spots in the corners where guys can go get them. And Tolvanen is just eager to get in there and do his part. Right. And I think it's the perfect time, too, that this line has kind of been figuring things out with each other and gelling uh, uh, that line leading the way tonight as far as ice time goes. And that is the perfect line to send out there against this Boston team. Right. Tolvin in doing what he's been doing. Yanni getting doing a lot, especially back checking, playing down behind the Kraken goal line to try to help make certain things happen, to be able to get good you know, exits out of the zone. Make sure you can actually gain control of the puck. You're not just trying to throw it back up the way they kind of 
of had to earlier on in the game. Uh, Yanni making a good adjustment there. And then Oliver Bjorkstrand also really impressed me on the forecheck, just in his ability to kind of disrupt what Boston wanted to do, breaking out of their own zone. And I felt that that was a big part of, of kind of keeping that early one goal lead going, especially the second half of that first period was a lot of that was just the, the single handed work of Oliver Bjorkstrand. I thought it was really fantastic there. Um, Sergeant Pickles with the next super chat. And I, I know there's a little bit of a, of a lineup here. Just bear with me, everybody uh, broke out my 12 year old scotch for this one. A toast to all you fine folks and to our boys reminding Boston, they smell like beans. Sergeant Pickles there. <laughs> I very good occasion to break out the good stuff, Sergeant Pickles. Definitely cheers to you and everybody out there celebrating as well. Um, let's see, Sean. I heart this team. I heart ECH. I love you all. 60 minutes of playing together, playing smart, and outworking the best team in the league in their house. I, that's that's I think Sean's just saying what we're all feeling there. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean can't say it any better than that. Um, and and I'll, I'll, I'll echo that. I love you all. This is, mm -hmm. this is great. Absolutely. You know, just had 150 in, in, in chat here. This is amazing. Uh, and just so fun to celebrate after a game like this. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. It's been fantastic. Thank you so much, Sean. Kitty B. Kraken, game score, super chat. Just happy they didn't score eight or more. <laughs> <laughs> If it feels go. like it, though, I mean, like in in some ways, this is this is like scoring eight against a, a bad team. You know what I mean? To, to get this kind of game and get the shutout against the Bruins. Yeah. On the Bruins curve, this is this is like scoring eight goals. <laughs> yes. Uh, do thin with the super chat here. Keep the year of the Kraken rolling. Yes. Can't yep, stop, love the 2023. Yep. <laughs> yep, the, the super chat there. Can't I'm stop glad we got on stop. that early with the year of the Kraken thing. It's just, it's really proven to be true. I, I had a feeling. It just seemed right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hey, it's the first year of the three to five year plan. When Ron Francis said that, he meant calendar years. There we go. Third calendar year. <laughs> I mean, seasons. Together. He meant calendar years. This is this is this is the start right now. Uh, thank you so much, Duthin, for that. And then another super chat here from uh, Sherry. I'm here for the dance party. I appreciate the e uh, ECH for a place to share the winning celebrations. Well, thank you. We appreciate you being here to help celebrate as well. Oh man, RJ. So there's about like 7,000 chats here. Everybody. I know. I good luck <laughs> getting through these. I. I I don't envy your task of like going through. It's going to be so much great stuff. Thank you for all the super chats. Everyone. I know. Yes. Where to begin? I know. So I'm going to go through just, just a couple of the early ones just to reward everybody who jumps in here before we even get, you know, started and get going. Yeah. So I'm going to hit up some of these early ones and then I'm just going to kind of be kind of chunking through everybody. So again, if, if I don't hit yours, uh, I, I skip over it, just repost at the bottom and I'll, you know, try to yep. get to them as we go here. Uh, Kraken Hawk first one in tonight, fam. We just shocked the hockey world. There's no way this team is missing the playoffs now. I mean, certainly if you're going to go on the road, RJ, and you're going to pick up what, what, I mean, what is that? That's six on this road trip, seven games in a row, second seven game win streak of the season. Like I, that's the stuff I, that's the stuff that teams that make the playoffs do. Yep. It's, no, it's kind it, of it like is a qualifier way of saying it. I know. And and I don't want to get further ahead of myself, but I was just looking at like kind of best Januaries because I was going with the whole year of the crack and undefeated type of thing. Uh, and there's still a way to go, ways to go for this. But you look at the best team in January last year. Colorado Avalanche. I think they went 15 and 15 0 and 1, which is, you know, quite yeah. quite a stretch. Um, but you know, good good teams. You know, you turn it on in January. It's it's good timing as you head into the second half of the season. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think Dave Hatchell's got to be pretty happy about stuff like that. You think he's happy about the performance tonight? Oh, he, he's got it. He's got This is the kind of performance <laughs> this is gonna be love. You better get some compliments out of Dave Hatchell tonight. I was going to say, uh, let's see. Uh, Patrick here with the super chat. This one seems a little directed towards you, RJ. This should cover the cost of a roll of duct tape. <laughs> thank you yes <laughs> thank you actually i i peeled all the old duct tape off my glove earlier today so it's ready for a fresh coat yeah well, good good stuff there and then gregory here with the super chat to say the bruins fans are pissed is a huge understatement hashtag you love to see it hashtag go for the ocho that's right gotta go for eight in a row next game rj gregory knows what's up yeah i gotta imagine boston fans aren't feeling too too happy about this one you know most places you'd be like hey you know what good job team like that was an incredible historic start to a season here in our barn but there's a couple places rj boston being one of them <laughs> philly's another place that come to mind where yeah you know what no they just they, they feel like they deserve that they deserve to go 41 and 0 at home yeah for a half second I, I i wanted to you know like oh i should go listen to the bruins broadcast see how they're freaking out over this but no i would never voluntarily sub, uh subject myself to jack edwards <laughs> exactly um all right more super chats here this one from nathan gatorade for the boys who spent what felt like five years on the ice at the beginning of the six on five also hot take tanniv goal of the year so Ooh, okay. I, we, we've, we've talked about the, the 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 warrior effort that those guys had out there let's talk about that tanniv goal goal of the year because it is one of the more impressive things you'll see rj is getting a tip at that steep angle getting it up over you know the hottest goaltender in the nhl really all season long something like that it might not be the the most highlight reel kind of finish he didn't come in do spinorama some sort of weird crazy fake and deke out of the goaltender but that's a high skill play and that's the kind of thing that really sets the tone for a game where you're coming in as an underdog against the best team in the league and that's the way you score against the best teams in the league. It, it it doesn't come on pretty goals. You look at playoff time, especially the deeper you go into the playoffs. It's not all the highlight real goals. And that's how you beat the best goalie in the NHL by any measure, really, this season. Linus Allmark, uh, you yeah. beat him on shots where he doesn't have a chance because it gets tipped at such a bad angle that I mean, there's no way you can react to that. Um, and I think certainly it's the most Brandon Tanev goal of the season uh, for him, going and laying a hit on the forecheck, bringing that puck loose, and then going straight to the net to make that tip. Right. I mean, it's, it is one of those things because we, you know, we saw him, he had another kind of breakaway chance in this one too. And, and he just, for whatever reason, he's so good at creating those opportunities. And so he struggles so much to finish them. I can relate. So I, I'm not going to like bad mouth him or anything when I say that, but um, I, I do think that there needs to be that kind of conversation or it should be like kind of two different things at the NHL awards at the end of the year is kind of like, you know, uh, goal of the year as far as like being the flashiest prettiest coolest like hardest skill thing to pull off and then just biggest goal of the year right like like goals that happen in big moments that mean a lot to the swing of a game uh, because that's what this Brandon Tanev goal was yeah agreed uh, and then another super chat here uh, from Schultz. Let's let's uh, let's see what reason is given for this result. Boston was due for a loss. A number of teams seem to have just played bad without crediting the Kraken as being the reason. That is very true. That is something that we've run into so far this season. Is the, the as the announcers ask, "Oh, are the Kraken for real?" And then you know, at times they'll find some way of 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 kind of you know dismissing us or whatever. And that's why I feel like this game and why we kind of kicked off with the conversation that we had, RJ, 
this this feels different. This this feels like you know what? It's not like Boston played bad. Olmark had a good game. The Bruins were getting good chances. Um, yeah, there was a couple bad bounces that went the Bruins' way, but otherwise, this this was a full effort from the Bruins, who were at basically full strength. And and um, yeah, I, I just think this means a lot. It does. And and, and the, the Bruins played their game, too. I mean, they played the style of hockey that they came out to play. The Kraken just played better than them at that style. I think, um, you know, th this wasn't, uh, you know, if the Bruins were, you know, kind of pinching up, getting beat in transition, all that stuff, playing sloppy defensively. And, you know, it's an eight to four game. You can be like, OK, yeah, look, this wasn't who the real Bruins are, but they they played the way that they intended to play uh, and as far as you know being due for a loss i guess they've been due for a loss for a while uh, you know, mm -hmm. you're due for a loss against pittsburgh and buffalo and and winnipeg and florida and columbus and all the way back through the schedule i guess they were due for a loss but the kraken only team to get it done yeah no i agree i think afra has been traved uh trained pavlovian when she hears super chat she gets excited because <laughs> of all the super chats for treats so she's been like just dying bugging me here for some treats so there you go <laughs> <laughs> all like, right any super chats still and i don't have treats yet come on, yeah, I, I, come on. That, that can't be that can't be right um all right jumping back over into uh chat you ask if the kraken could beat the best team in the nhl well asked and answered from michael there uh definitely a thousand percent uh blank the bruins at home what a day to be alive absolutely seven in a row first team to beat boston at boston in regulation that's a statement win right there happy donato got to play at home along with maddie road warriors yeah i mean we talked about that last game the idea of hopefully donato can get in there and also play at home in front of friends and family and sure enough he did and you know what he played well yeah, he did play well. He was clearly motivated in this one. Uh, you know, he and Beniers with a lot of friends and family in the building. I remember the broadcast said that like Beniers had more than anyone he's ever any ever had for a game at any point in his yeah. career. Um, so that was cool to see and glad Donato got this one. They showed it. Beniers' friends and family yeah. had a whole box to themselves there. Uh, pretty big. Hunter with the giant slayers. Oh, I like that one. Blake, watching Boston fans cope in the score live chat was the funniest thing I've seen in forever. Love to see it. Love to hear oh, about yeah. it, I should say, <laughs> in, in yeah. our case. Back-to-back um, -back shutouts for Jonesy from Michael. Yep. I mean, that's that's incredible. Um, let's see. I didn't breathe the whole third. I think a lot of us were in that boat. Just wow, that game was intense from start to finish. It really was. Got to come back down here. More, more super, super chats. chats. I know. <laughs> Crack and Spectacor. Uh, replacement host for RJ needs some treats. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, it's a super chat. It's your right to say it. We'll read it. But man, replacement <laughs> host for RJ. There's some plans in the works I don't know about, Dylan. I no i mean our, our our numbers would probably go way up to be <laughs> honest uh <laughs> i mean i think everyone just wants uh afra in here more is all yes that's all <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh no and then a super chat here from uh brian frigid boston weather would chill to the bone if not for the warmth of one martin jones uh living the dream like the stream more poetry <laughs> i've been loving that in the discord all the valentines poems that have been going around and stuff yep last little bit oh it's been fantastic i really love it all the creativity all the good stuff really really great you guys that was fantastic thank you both for the super chats there um all right i'm just kind of picking a random spot here to go yep. and chat i don't blame there's you there's so, so much. much in chat so over 150 much. in here still that is that is amazing 
Yeah, uh, Elliot and Sprong just hunt goals. It is true. I mean, those—they just the way they play, RJ, and and having guys like that, the depth on your team is is outstanding. Um, I think hunt is the right word too. I mean, they yeah. they just go after it like hunters and and pounce on pucks. Yeah, um, absurdly saying. All I was hoping for was us to not get humiliated. I think the boys did that. Yeah, I think mission accomplished there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, we're, oh, I had a good one there. Uh, Shushan Kraken, please stop making me believe Debbie Downer is more my war. Uh, I was sure we would be destroyed tonight. No, I, it's okay. It's embrace it. Feel good. Let it, let it in. Shushan. <laughs> it's all good. We can do this. Yes. Uh, let's see. All right. Up to 458 overall winning percentage in Kraken franchise history. Inching up there. <laughs> I appreciate the continued, uh, stuff there. Uh, super stud to Jonesy bag of donuts from Sarah there. Absolutely. Um, this is the fastest my pulse has been for a hockey game since 2018. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Hey Dylan, I think we want to call it cause, uh, we just hit 155 in here and I think Hi, that's a record. record 154 was the highest uh, and it was that eight to nine Kings game uh, that yes. you remember, but yeah, just hit 155. So thanks everyone. N you know, new high point for the Kraken, new high point for us, 157 in here. Let's keep yeah. that going. But uh, yeah, just wanted to call that out and uh, yeah. And say thanks everyone for joining us. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. I was going to say, you know, everybody's pulse is quick for this. Uh, tr try trying to tweet live during that Kings uh, Kraken game. That was, <laughs> I'll yeah. get your pulse going. Uh, Tanev goal candidate for goal of the year, in my opinion, shows how much of an all around player he is. Lays the wood, then gets the goal. Wow. From Nathan. We talked about it earlier. It is, it is fantastic. Highlight should definitely be a part of any sort of end of year highlight montage that uh, anybody does about this team. Oh yeah. And uh, can I read one from the bottom of chat yeah. here from cheap, from our, our friend, cheap seat sports, Scott, Brandon, uh, back to back shutouts for RJ's boy Jones. Maybe I'll see you guys Saturday. So I, uh, yeah, if you're a fan of cheap seat sports, uh, it might, might be worth uh, heading out there to Queen Anne beer hall on Saturday. Fun, fun, fun stuff there. But yes, I mean, you know, can't, can't ever let you forget, uh, RJ Martin Jones. Yeah. Kraken God? Are we are we reaching yeah, that I think, level? I, I think so. Legendary Kraken goalie Martin Jones. I think I think these are things yeah. we can start saying now. Uh, let's see, Jeff. I expected a one goal game or a bloodbath, but a three nothing blanking of Boston. Incredible win, boys, for sure. I like that. Um, did anyone hear how the Bruins broadcast was talking about the Kraken? Well, Maggot was wondering there. Uh, I got another super chat. I'll come down here. Uh, <laughs> I can handle a bit for every now right, right. if you want. If, if, yeah, if you want. Uh, this Although you should future. read this one. You should read no, this one. Just, just, go back down then. Uh, all right. Another one here uh, about you. Super chat for Keep It RJ on the podcast. He's a good boy too and needs some treats. Thank you. Nice to be appreciated. I wanted Dylan to read right, that I'll one. Start, yeah, I'll start. Um, I'll start ripping up some like. I don't know. She's got frosted dog treat cookies here. I don't know. We'll start ripping up beef Wellington and having you little bits of that. Yes. <laughs> if anybody knows anywhere that secretly has it in Seattle, please let RJ know. <laughs> I've been trying to find it. It's nowhere here. 
Uh, let's see. I think this was the most complete game by the Kraken. Even when Boston had the momentum and the pressure, they were blocking shots and controlling rebounds. This is Kraken hockey from Shoeshine. I do. I do think that that's kind of like a, it was almost like a sneak peek at like the kind of final evolution of Kraken hockey and the way that Dave Haxtell really wants uh, his group to be playing at all times and in big moments and in big games like this. Yes, I I love how you said that too. The final evolution of Kraken hockey, because you know we know they can win games like that one eight four in Ottawa, and you know they they can look very dangerous. But I think this is just the most fine tuned version of what Dave Haxtell is looking for from his team, and I, there's a reason that this is what he's looking for because you you see tonight they can beat anyone when they play like this. Yeah, I mean it is the, it is the recipe for that stuff, and it is a recipe that will work come playoff time as well. I mean, we talked about the the you know this feeling like a playoff game and all that stuff. Also, just going to throw this one out there to continue that trend from a little bit ago. Michael with the screw it, Martin Jones for Vesna. There we go. Just hop on that train. He's almost back to nine hundred save percentage. I was going to say, hey, look, you know, like one Olmark, more shutout. I think he'll get there. I was going to say, Olmark probably considered the betting favorite for Vesna at this point, And look at what Martin Jones did to him. Yep. If, head to head. Based no on contest. tonight, if they played 100 games against each other, Martin Jones, 100 no. Yep. Just just saying, I think all the voters <laughs> need to hear that. Just Without allowing that, everybody. a goal. Yep, just just clip just clip that. Send it around to all the voters, everybody. Uh, DJ Singleton with the super chat here. Winning is fun. Winning is very fun. It's gonna be really rough if if when it eventually stops. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, um. Oh man, I I I really didn't think we'd be in this situation, aren't you? Where we're we're looking this far into this road trip. I know people talked about that last game. You know what I mean? But um. To, to be in this position this far into the road trip is really remarkable. Yes. I, I mean, I, we talked about just being happy with slightly under 500 <laughs> to think yeah. back, you know, just maybe a week and a half ago. And that's kind of what we were thinking. I, I just, I can't believe that we're actually here. Right. And instead, as Mo Maggot points out, we are one game out from first in the division. We are only two points behind the Vegas golden Knights. Everybody out Vegas road trip. Uh, just saying, check just your saying. rear view mirror becca with the super chat this is what kraken playoff hockey looks like i do think that this is what it will look like when it happens uh and cr bud summary of bruin fans comments bees were tired they had dead legs they played with no effort and olmark sucks <laughs> oh how the tides can turn rj way to throw your vest <laughs> the winning goalie under the bus there you go. Okay, so I'm guessing you're say what they're saying is that all Mark shouldn't win Vesna, and that maybe Martin Jones deserves Martin Jones, it, right? Yeah, that's what I, they're saying. That's I think that's what they all just said. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> have more. Jeez, get out of here. <laughs> oh, one sixty. Let's go. Just keep, keep it climbing. Keep it climbing. Um, <laughs> let's see. I was I was trying to think of uh, look at something else here on the stats page. Yeah. So we got out hit thirty to twenty six, which wasn't totally surprising but yeah that that block shot number the 19 i think that was really impressive from them um another super chat here super <laughs> chat from sergeant pickles for studs and duds please refer to near top of chat can't be bothered to retype them okay understood sergeant pickles let me all right let's go cruise. take a look here let's yeah okay let's, i got it i got it all right go read it all out right. so, duds dungeness crabs better than lobster Respect to Allmark for a fantastic game and Marsha and in the bin because it's the law. Oh, wait, where are the studs? Are those studs? Oh, here we go. Studs Later. Yep. Kind of. 
Studs, Jonesy earned one earned one just for facing down a pasta breakaway. Seriously. Seriously. Like we haven't talked about that play yet. Because he was so calm stopping that shot, everyone kind of just forgot about it. But yeah. that's a David Pasternak breakaway that he just turns away like it's nothing. Right. I mean, what did I say last last time, uh, uh, everybody, in kind of like the preview for this Bruins game? It was that David Pasternak, in my opinion, behind Ovechkin, best pure goal scorer in the NHL. He got a breakaway and he had a wide open cage and he somehow didn't do either of them just to prove me wrong, which I will take every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Martin Jones doing his part there. So there's more studs. Uh Turbo putting in a Selkie level performance. I mean, Turbo was all over the ice tonight. Yeah, yeah a lot of motivated Kraken players. Yeah, he's got to be at the top of the list. Mm -hmm. And our fantastic Finn is still dropping warheads on foreheads. <laughs> wow, I love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, on that goal, that is such a um, that's a goal scorer's goal in my opinion, right? Because you're just you're taking the puck. You understand generally the overall situation around you. You don't necessarily have a better play to make. So you just kind of spin around and launch it. And, and you hope you catch the goalie off guard. And that's what you do. Yep. That's exactly what you do. And man, that shot was just like pinpointed right to the right spot. And and it's just, it's an instinct thing for him at this point. You know, mm -hmm. with that shot, you just you almost like close your eyes and rip it. Right. Well, and it's it's one of those things, right? Uh, you, you've, we've heard thousands of players talk about this. When you're hot and you're feeling it, uh, it gives you that kind of extra level of confidence to go ahead and try stuff like that, right? And and not mm. think about it beforehand, right? Because that's something, if you think about it, you're going to think yourself out of either doing it or you're going to you know make the shot terrible or something. Um, but when you're feeling it, when you're hot, you feel like everything's going in for you. You try stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, those are the kind of things that catch people off guard and do go in. Uh, just fantastic there. Shushine, hockey guy said twice today, Kraken would win in regulation, actually. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Well, there you go. He believes, And you know who else said that? My dad. He was telling me. He's like, Kraken <laughs> are going to win convincingly. Uh, so he was right there. He, he said hey. I should have put a bet down. Maybe I should have. <laughs> I was going to say, we talked about that at the end of last post game, right? Uh, you know, this is what the Kraken do. We go into opposing barns when teams are on historic starts at home and we hand them a an L in regulation. Two, two years in a row, RJ. This is just what yep. the Kraken do. Everybody remember for next year. Um, <laughs> this will get the Kraken some East Coast respect. Oh, yeah, JMG. Like, like uh, yeah, like I said, it's one thing to go through Canada. Uh, it's another thing to go into the Northeast beat a Buffalo team that's been good and then do this to a Boston team. That's, that is huge, huge stuff. Um, let's see. Uh, I liked when Everly hid inside the goal during that giant scrum lull from the basics there. He was just making sure <laughs> the puck wasn't going to trickle in, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, you can never be too careful. I, I love that move from Ebbs. Yeah. And can uh, we talk about Adam Larson just taking Brad Marshan and throwing him out of that pile? It was good to see. It was good to see. You love to see it. That's, you know, that's why, hey, big game. I had to go with the deep V. No, no shirt on underneath it. Let's go. Oh, yeah. That's the way we roll. Feeling um, dangerous today. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, congrats, Kraken family. A game for the books. Uh, Tolvin is an absolute steal. He is indeed. That game was so darn fun to watch. That's 2023 Kraken Hockey Baby from Evan. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Coming for you, Las Vegas. Yeah, I put the loss in there. It's the name of your city from Jake. Love it. Love it, love it, <laughs> love it. Um, uh, heard the opening face-off on the radio, and the Kraken lost the face-off and thought to myself, it's going to be a good night. 
from Gary. <laughs> Setting right. the tone early. You got to set the tone. Yes. Uh, from Metallic, goaltending has picked up as of late. Just need consistency. He's felt like one of the best or one of the worst at times. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's on fire right now. And, and really outside of just a little stretch when he started getting burned out, Martin Jones has been the guy for this team this year. Uh, Gatorade, tonight I'm drinking tequila. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. If Kraken play 500 hockey, they will have at least 900 uh, 900 points. <laughs> It's a That's heck of a good. long season, you know? Yeah. Uh, if the Kraken play 500 hockey, they will have at least 94 points. 94 points is not bad, RJ. That'll keep yeah. you in the thick of things. That's playoff bubble stuff. And, that, you know, and that's if you just play 500 hockey from here on out. Yep. From Tyler, haven't been in one of these for a while. Hope all is well. It is. Hope the same for you. What a game that was. This team is special. Absolutely. Good to see you back in here, Tyler. Um Let's see. I have broken out. Uh, oh, that's more Sergeant Pickles with the scotch there. The way this team was blocking shots was unreal from Maderos. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Was, no, that's so many blocked shots, especially in that final stretch there. Everybody was laying down to block a puck. You yeah. could tell that, like, it, it was building off each other, too. Like, you see, oh, my line mate went down and, and blocked a shot. All right, I got to get the next one. Yeah. Uh, I would love to be a fly in the locker room right now. Excited to see the Davy Jones hat transfer. Oh, Tom's on to something there. That is that is good stuff. I mean, I you could go in so many different directions tonight with this yep. one. I, who yeah, had who, it last time? Philly. Was, oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> Philly. So this could go in a lot of different directions. It could go to it could go to Tolvin. It could go to Tanev. It could go to Jones. It could go to I mean, Schwartz for being a warrior. He got that slash on the hands. Come back at the empty net. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys. Yanni Gord, like I said, Bjorkstrand played a good game. This. There's guys on this team that can, so many that can easily get that. Uh, Rebecca Kraken were absolutely dialed in and only taking one penalty was huge. I've watched a lot of the Bruins this year and their power play will destroy you when given the chance. Very, very true. That is something I wanted to talk about. Got distracted with everything going on. But yes, I mean, the discipline from this team in a game like this, there was two things that I was kind of thinking about beforehand that all underdogs need to do when coming into a big game like this, RJ, especially if you're on the road. One is to stay disciplined, not give the other team at home power play chances. Kraken did that. The other one is to score on the power play yourself, uh, which the Kraken didn't do, but thankfully it didn't end up really impacting them in this one. But to stay disciplined, especially against this team that puts themselves in good positions to draw penalties, huge, huge accomplishment. Yeah, and you hit on it right there, putting themselves in good positions to draw penalties. They'll spend a lot of time in your zone, and they'll kind of lean in, and you, it's tempting to want to get a sticky onto the inside or get an arm wrapped around somebody. If you're not careful, you're going to take a lot of penalties against this Bruins team. Uh, and the Kraken were just careful for, and focused for a full 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see, uh, Shushan with the legit play of the game was that chip onto the bench from Tolvin in. It's certainly up there. Uh, it's, it was a good one. Um, Sarah, I've got to know what the stadium felt like. <laughs> Probably quiet towards the end there, if I had to yeah. guess. Um, 15, four and two on the road, Joey pointing out. I mean, that's, that's insane. What a record. That's absolutely insane. Um, uh, from AL Bruins broadcast gave a lot of respect said Maddie is a genius on the ice 
That's okay. Some, that's some good stuff right there. Genius on the ice. Yeah, he, he made some good plays tonight. And then, you know, continued the 200-foot game thing, playing defensive, going back, helping out. That was a big part of this as well, the crack and, you know, being able to get that shutout. Yeah, definitely. I think the 200 foot game was on display, even though that goal streak ended. Uh, I think it was kind of indicative of just how the whole team had to play. Maddie Beniers played that kind of game and he, he kind of changed up his game. Like the, the worst play I remember from him was just kind of this neutral zone turnover in the first period. And he immediately you know, gets on his horse mm -hmm. and skates as fast as he can back yep. to break up that play with a little help from Vinston. He's able to do it, um, but just so responsible in this one. And I'm, I'm not surprised they noticed. Yeah, no, I remember that play. You were right. Uh, Sean, Kraken just sent a message to the whole league. No one is safe from the depth of the mighty cephalopod. <laughs> there we go. Let's go. go. Um, let's see. Uh, Lowell, of course, they love Maddie. He's the local product. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what? That's yeah, That's got to be part of yeah. it. Because it wouldn't surprise me if they just missed something great if it wasn't the local guy. Right. Cracking now a 91% chance to make the playoffs. Let's go. I play like this. You're definitely going there. Uh, Tammy, what a great advertisement for Maddie for Calder really was like, yeah, the goal scoring, you know, streak broke, but like we were just talking about, he still played a fantastic game. I mean, this road trip could be called the Maddie for Calder tour along the East coast. Uh, yeah. Just make it another, another great uh, performance for himself. Yeah, so it sounds like the Bruins broadcast might have ended being nice to the Kraken, but Joey pointed out earlier they didn't. Uh, the Bruins broadcast said the Kraken were lucky to be up to nothing. <laughs> so okay. they came around in the end there a little bit. You got to give them no choice, but to respect you, because they're going to, if they have any other way to go with it, they're, they're, they're going to go that way. I was going to say, and you know, if it, if it was it had just only stayed the Brandon Tanov goal or something, I could see it. Uh, some, somebody making the argument of, you know, look. Yeah, one nothing uh, game. Of, it was a one bounce. Could have gone either It was way. a bounce. It was, you know, law of averages at some point. This was going to come back to get us kind of thing. You know what I mean? But yeah. the bottom line was it kind of just kept going. And eventually you get a goal per period. And, you know, Bruins just didn't. <laughs> it's on them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, let's see. Talking more about the discipline there. Steve, I mean, our team is good like really good like better than first round good this is really hard to process um yeah i mean look i i think the way the team can play the way they've shown us particularly the fact that they can play well on the road the way that they can win in games like this they can have physical presences they can grind out greasy goals they can also just you know keep up with people offensively and score some pretty ones um those are the things that make me think you know yeah they can continue on on a path and and get to a playoff spot and then you know all things all bets are off right like depending on which Kraken team can show up night to night. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's impossible. We've certainly seen stranger in the NHL playoffs. And, and that's all you can hope for at this point in the regular season, just a team showing that they can play like this. Um, I, I and, and just hope that they're playing this way in April. I think even the best teams, that's all you can hope for. Same thing with Boston. Like, you know, you just hope you're playing this way in April. Um, yeah. And we got a super chat from Jules here. Uh, I jumped up in the break room and screamed, let's go. Let's go. Oh, that is good stuff, Jules. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, Jen, guys, I'm dying. It's not even 7 p.m. What am I going to do with the rest of the night after that amazing game? I think we're all going to run into that. <laughs> I know. Like, it just, it, once this post game ends, like, what, 
what do we do? The night is young. Yes. I mean, just just keep going back, looking at highlights, watch the thing over again. I don't know. I've got a hockey game later tonight at, at KCI, so at least that'll you know keep me occupied. I'll be inspired by this Kraken performance. I'm going to go play a great 200 foot game for the first time oh, in my God. life. And uh, <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, I know you you believe that. For sure. <laughs> I was, was going to say I'll believe that when you send me the tape <laughs> <laughs> and not the roll of duct tape meant for your glove. No, no pulling any of this stuff on me. I, I know your games. Um, uh, fantastic to see Jen in here. Jen, we're going to see you at Queen Anne. I believe we are. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I think we will. That's that's see full ECH team going to be there. Everybody. Um, let's see. Uh, what an amazing night we can play with the top tier teams. We can for sure, Patrick. Uh, is it con- is it coincidence? That 23 is 32 backwards from Nathan. So you're the Kraken 2023. We're the 32nd team in the NHL. Could be (laughs) something to this, right? We were were, uh, a rough team last year. Things turning around now, just like if you flip that number backwards. Get it? Yeah, the year of the turnaround, 23 to 32. This this is all too much to be just coincidence (laughs) is all I'm saying. Uh, Let's see. uh, crack uh seattle times crack and beat nhl's best to keep win streak alive what a nice headline that's that's one that if you're making a scrapbook the uh, i don't know i was gonna say a vision board i guess that doesn't work for past events but if you're making any sort of thing to like you know remember the season that's one for yeah. it right there like that is absolutely oh, yeah. something you'd want to clip out and save Hang on. Uh, Jen says, I'm posting a super special pick of RJ to get him to go through the videos. All right. I, I'm, I'm scared. What have you got, Jen? Uh-oh. Speaking of, though, yeah, I think I think I'll share a little teaser for what I did earlier today. And this might be like, uh, you know, part of the good energy for the for the Kraken tonight. Uh, this is a this is a picture from earlier today. Oh, look at that. Got my picture with Bowie. So we, we got some fun content coming for you ahead of the skills uh, skills challenge next week. But uh, yeah, just thought I'd share that one with everyone. Yep. You, you were, oh, you were no. out there. Oh, no. I took you the were... other overlay off. My bad. There you go. There you go. Thank um, you, Dylan. You were out there hanging out with Greg Wyshynski's nemesis. <laughs> I, it's it's always a good day <laughs> to do that. Uh, good good stuff there. Um I was I I was a Sharks fan before this. I spent every day hanging out with Greg Wyshynski's nemesis. Yes. Uh, so just checking, are we all still good with Hack as coach? Or are we still calling for him to hit the unemployment line from Crack and Hawk? <laughs> I I've, I'm staying good. <laughs> I've I've yep. been on the boat of yeah. We've been Hack good. Hack. Um, I, I got to think most people are now as well. I saw one earlier. It, it went away on me, but um. Uh, it was the the Kraken, I believe. It was tied the Sharks for the best ever start to a road trip Ooh, in NHL okay. history. Um, so that's that's cool stuff. Their um, statement win for the Kraken, their first game of the second half of the season. Ooh, very true, Sean. I like that. Yeah. Um, all right, we got a super chat here from Schultz. Sorry, I don't know why it didn't right. like pop up on the thing. Uh, Florida lead Vegas one to nothing without a shot on goal. Ooh. Time to get that's, more games in hand on Vegas. That's that's like remarkable. Wait, without a shot, like they they the Florida doesn't have a shot on goal. That is what it says. They don't. That the, yes, yes. The Panthers right. are up one nothing with zero shots on goal. Okay, so that tells me Nick Cousins, <laughs> former Golden Knight, by the way, must have scored scored in hilarious fashion. And now I'm going to go look it up. Yes. Um, let's see. Worried about Hafra. 
Excuse you. Um, it's super chat again. I know. Uh, worried about a three-game or four-game losing streak once the win streak ends seems to be common this year. Well, we will say if if it is if there is a losing streak to come at any point, it will be capped at three games because that's what this team does. And you know what? To be honest, I could see them being capped at only one game this year because it is now officially year of the Kraken, so all bets are off. Yep. I mean, you, so far it's zero. So you could just not lose again <laughs> until next Have year. Have we considered that possibility? Okay, that is definitely a shot on goal. I don't know what they're doing scoring-wise. It's a weird play. Nick Cousins follows up and sweeps home the loose puck as the net was being dislodged, opening the scoring for Florida. Uh, but that is Love definitely it. a shot on goal. They will fix that. Yep. Uh, yes, it has been a fantastic year for Seattle sports. Martin Jones is... Uh, oh, I read that one already. Uh, are we close to the amount of wins we had all of last season? I think so. From Tyler. Didn't we... I mean... What what was the number last year? It was 27, right? And this brings yeah, us well, up to 25. So we were only two okay. games off, two wins off of our yeah, win total think, for all of last year. Yeah, I think Kate got that right at the end of the game. She, yeah, she said they're two wins shy of their total. I mean, we'll, we'll be on that, certainly. <laughs> uh, hopefully a couple games from now. Yep. Salutations from Norway. Wow, what a game. We are the home win streak killers. Florida last season, Boston this season. Love it. Love awesome. It. Thanks Love for it. tuning in all the way from Norway. Love Absolutely. to see it. Absolutely. Um, physicists have asked for years who wins between an unstoppable force and an immovable object. Today, the Kraken gave them their answer. Uh, I would assume we're the unstoppable force because the Bruins were at home. So I'm going to say they were the immovable object. Yeah, could not be moved out of their home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how i'm going uh yes uh gunner there in, in norway 4 a.m by the way here but wide awake well thank you for joining us uh and yeah i mean if, if you're a kraken fan anywhere in the world i gotta think you're wide awake right now i think uh, oh, yeah. it, you know if we if we were asleep if we were you know other side of the planet rj something would just ping in our heads it would wake us up and we'd just know you know yeah but it's, this it's was... something just tying us all together yeah that's that's how it is um some, some more call outs there for the Maddie genius on the ice. Um, let's see, Daniel. I can't wear a Jones for Vesna and a Maddie for Calder sweater at the same time. <laughs> Not trying hard enough. We, we got to make the. We need to make, make it reversible. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Reversible. Yes. <laughs> whichever, whichever mood you're feeling. Uh, let's see. Um, Easy now. Vegas is playing Florida tonight. They should win. Well, maybe. I don't know. Things yeah, are Florida things has underachieved, but now. hey, they're up one nothing. Uh, let's see. Um, why are all the Boston fans I interact with being cordial? This is not what I expected from Nick. I mean, look, I'll give them credit. Boston is not um, Philly, right? They're not going to get mad at us. They'll get mad at themselves, but they won't get mad at us. Yeah. Well, see, that, that's how I feel whenever we talk to our buddy Ken from Sinbin.Vegas. I'm like, wait, why is this Golden Knights fan like being cordial and nice to me? Yeah. I don't I, I don't know if I can handle this. Yeah, this is just, it's wrong. Uh, just to point out, how can Boston be tired? They haven't played in days. Well, I was thinking that when I when they said they're tired, I was like, wait a sec. They haven't played in four days. Because they're old, athlete old, I will say they're they're athlete <laughs> old. That's why, because uh, that was that has been a thing that a lot of people in the Eastern Conference has been talking about is the idea of hey, is this team because of their age 
particularly of guys like Patrice Bergeron, a lot of their star guys, Brad Marchand also getting up there. Um, how long can they really sustain this before they start, you know, petering out? Um, we'll, we'll see. Maybe this is a sign of things to come. I like to think it's not and that we're just that good. Yeah. And hey, you know, if they lose the next 20 at home, then then I'll, I'll give them that. I think they probably did just get tired. <laughs> Uh, everyone on the Kraken looked good. Definitely some huge performances, but everyone worked it uh, for sure. Becca, this was a full team effort for a full 60. This is the stuff uh, Dave Haxtell has been asking, you know, talking about for really forever all season. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where, yeah. Talking about this being their kind of final form, you know, will we see this every game from here on out? Probably not, but uh, just to see it in these kind of moments where we do, it's really special and fun to watch. Uh, let's see, Daniel, when the Kraken are on the road, if you Google search Kraken, a highlight package of the last game comes up with the opposing team's commentary on it. If you want to hear what they are saying about us, nice little, uh, uh tip and mm. trick there from Daniel. So we can all get in on that action. And I do think the NHL, yeah, the NHL, um, app as well, all the highlights, it's always the home team broadcast. So if yeah. you look at the Kraken highlights on the app from the game, it'll give you that home team, um, Let's see. Uh, trust the process and Ron, we trust from Gregory. Absolutely. Um, He's been going on a lot of like, you know, on a lot of media stuff recently. He was on the, yes, on the radio. Yeah. He was on the like Ray and Dreg's podcast today. Um, you know, talk with Ray Ferraro and Darren Dreger. Like he's he's been talking a lot. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I thought the refs did a good job letting the teams play, not calling penalties where there could have. Uh, called them from Joey. I agree. I think that was part of it. Um, but I do think that it you know can't be uh, denied or ignored that Seattle was also just super disciplined in this one. Yes, very much. And they had to be. They really had to be. Yep. Harvey took down a giant in their own home. Hopefully Seahawks can do similar this weekend. Yes. And I mean, that's that's a good segue into, uh, again, mentioning at Queen Anne Beer Hall. It's going to be an awesome day of Seattle sports on Saturday. Come for the Seahawks game. Stay for the Kraken game and our post game live. I mean, just just mm -hmm. make a day of it. Like, you know, why not just spend the whole time at Queen Anne Beer Hall? We will be certainly be making a day of it. Yes. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Yes. Uh, all right. So here, here we have uh, one here. Um, don't overlook Chicago. They beat us already at home this year. Take them, uh, you know, seriously. And then Joey more scared of Chicago than Boston. Cause I knew we would show up against Boston. So what do you think? Do you think that, you know, the Chicago game could turn into a little bit of a trap game coming off this big emotional, hard effort, you know, hard fought victory against Boston. Do, do you think that, um, that, that might be a problem for the Kraken? I think it has all the makings of a trap game. I mean, because basically you're, you're going from, you know, maybe your best opponent of the season to maybe one of your worst. And also because we were talking about this game, this moment is kind of the peak for the crack in this season, unquestionably the peak mm -hmm. of their season so far. And I think their lowest moment was that loss against Chicago, where um, that was a very bad Chicago Blackhawks team who did not play a very good game. Yeah. Uh, in that one and the Kraken just over and over found a way to lose in that one I I would like to, to see you know Haxtell just reminding the guys of what happened last time uh you know if you bring even half the effort you did tonight I think you beat that Blackhawks team but uh, you, you can't go in just trying to bring only half the effort uh, you got to come all at it and and just don't let them off the hook yeah, and kind of similar to, to Justin here. I think losing to Chicago earlier and not in a pretty way helps motivate them not to fall for the trap. Uh, we can certainly hope so. I mean, Martin Jones getting the start. 
Probably. I don't know. I, I, I might look at I might look at Philip Grubauer. Just again, you you really got to start thinking about Martin Jones's workload and 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 managing all of that because uh, I just I I worry about the burnout because he's already had it a little bit uh, this season. Mm-hmm. I just and especially in a game that you feel really should be winnable. I mean, this would be yeah. a nice one where you feel like you can kind of get away with having your you know I don't want to say the lesser of the two goalies, but uh, you know having your not your starter start this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I normally, I would say the same as you RJ, but at this point I've given in and I think Haxtell has shown us he's, he's going to ride the hot hand until it's not hot anymore. Right. Yeah, and that, so that's, I, that's for sure. I think because there's a day off in between, I could see him going with it. Um, especially before that, you know, kind of like if it, if they were going to then be home for a little while, I could see him maybe go Grubauer, want to yeah. start Jones off to start off like a home stand or something. But given the kind of weirdness that is then your home and then the next day playing away situation um, after Saturday's game, I, I think he might just stick with Jones. Yeah. One more thing I should mention in that in that game where they lost to Chicago, that that awful four or five game, Martin Jones yeah. was in net for the whole game. So maybe mm-hmm. you give Grubauer maybe. a shot. Yeah, maybe that does play into things. Brian, onions have layers, ogres have layers. The Seattle Kraken have layers. How many times would we lose pucks in the neutral zone that slipped past our forecheck, picked up by our D or back check? Very true. I mean, that was part of it. That's part of that team effort, you know, everybody going on it, everybody being on the same page that really, you know, um, is, is what you need to win games like this. Yeah, no, definitely. I I I love that uh, comparison with the layers. They had layers of defense, and um, you know, I'll, I'll paraphrase Donkey there. See, the, the one thing the Kraken don't have in common with onions or Shrek, they don't stink. So That's there true. you go. That is very <laughs> true. Uh, Rebecca, I'm going to the Chicago game, and I feel like I should be nervous, like y'all are saying. Last year I would have been, but this year I believe you should a thousand percent believe, Rebecca. After tonight, come on, there's no reason to ever feel nervous with this team on the road, like ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Unbridled optimism from Dylan. Now I know the Kraken are for real. It's also from Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, Don't you want to qualify that, Dylan? Aren't you going <laughs> to bring some kind nope. of downer statement a little bit? No? No. Nope, All right. Nope. Uh, only seven points away from 61, Joey pointing out there. Uh, let's see. Uh, where was it? The hockey guy will be wearing Kraken gear tonight. I, I you better. Would, I would think so. Yeah. Uh, kudos to ECH for powering through the doldrums of the second half of the Kraken's first year. Looking forward to the 2023 Kraken playoff run with you guys. Absolutely, Sean. We will be here for all of it. We oh yeah, we love it. We love it. Come on, and you love know spending what? this time with you guys. All that it made this that much sweeter. We had mm-hmm. a good time at the time too, and then it, right. it also just makes it that much better. Right. Uh, let's see. I'd start grew, especially with back-to-back home road Monday and Tuesday. That's from Nathan. Um, Justin, at this point, I think we just trust in Hack. I I, I certainly think so. Yeah. Certainly. And speaking of. And speaking of Dave Haxtell, we, we do get a quote here from uh, via Allison about his, his thoughts on the mm-hmm. game. It's a good win. Love it. I'm proud of the effort the guys had tonight. They should feel really good about it. It was a complete yeah. team effort. You don't come in here with any passengers and win a hockey game. So good to hear some praise from Dave Haxtell. With a coach, you can never be 100% sure, but uh, was pretty certain on this one. It would sound like that. 
Yeah, no, I I just can't imagine this. If he came out here and tried to give us the normal coach speak, all that kind of stuff, I think I don't think the media there would have stood for it. I think they would all just been like, oh, come on. Like, yeah, I guess, you know, they did their job. Like, come on, man. Just you know, this <laughs> give is, them a this little is more why, than that. This is why we stress the importance of playing a full 60-minute game and giving a full 60-minute effort and, you know, being strong on the forecheck. And as long as everybody's doing their job, you know, we can expect results like this. Like, come on, you think Piper or Allison are going to let him just get away with that after a game like today? Nah, no, nah. no, not at all. Uh, Tom, does this winning streak change your philosophy on the trade deadline? The team we watched tonight is a contender. I mean, the more they win, the easier it is to to kind of talk yourself into a bigger it trade. Is. And I and it, I was mentioned that Ron Francis had been going on podcasts and talking about he always gets the trade deadline question. And yeah. you know, a couple of days ago, he was just basically said nothing as you'd expect a GM to. Like, uh, well, you know, you always have to consider the options, but you also don't want to mess up chemistry. And then today, he, he made it sound like, well, you know, you, you're always tempted to do it. You know, I yeah. think the more he sees of this team. Uh, the more he's tempted to maybe do something. I do too. I said it on Discord the other day just because there's been so much kind of smoke around this idea of the Kraken getting Bo Horvat. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll I'll say it here as a as like kind of a you know just because we still have 123 people in here, so it's still a nice size <laughs> audience to talk to about this. Is I do think that there could be a Bo like I could see that trade happening. Because I think Bo Horvat fits in kind of with the Kraken's timeline as a guy who can come in and kind of as Maddie and Shane Wright grow, kind of work, you know, as he ages and as they grow, they start bumping their way up through the lineup. He starts going down and can kind of be that veteran, you know, presence uh, lower down the lineup at center. Um, just because Yanni Gord, I don't know that Yanni Gord's age matches up as well. You yeah, I mean? and, and I, I I saw your kind of argument about the transition there, and especially like if you wanted to move Yanni to wing, you know, for the remainder of that contract mm -hmm. and then see what you want to do, I think it could work. And the other name Elliot Friedman mentioned was Sam Reinhart, and I think he fits, you know, right yeah. in that in that age range as Same well thing. and could be a good buy low opportunity. I was gonna say it would be much cheaper. So yes, well that's <laughs> thing. I yeah, I like you know, I like the buy low, yeah. Yeah, you're not playing a, a paying an in-division premium and all that kind of stuff. Does Jones get a star of the week again after playing back-to-back -back shutouts? I would hope so, J.A. Yeah, I mean, back-to-back -back shutouts, especially one against the best team in the league, really ought to get you noticed for that. Right. Um, so, yeah, hopefully uh, the NHL sees that. Yep, Medeiros. Kraken L, no. Kraken Ellie. Yes. Much better. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Tammy, living in Eastern Washington, will miss the Queen Anne Beer Hall event, but I'll raise a beer in the post game. Fantastic, Tammy. You will be there with us in spirit for sure. Um, Nathan asking who got the Davy Jones hat. Do we know yet, RJ, before we kind of close up shop? Here? I don't know. I haven't seen anybody. If anybody, if anybody's it, seen anything, post it in. Post it in. Uh, yeah, post it in if anyone knows, but I don't think we know yet. So. Uh, Brian here with a trade deadline thought, the better we play, the harder it becomes for me to see who we take out to make room for who you bring in, unless it's Susie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say, or a, a defenseman. I think you could always use yes. the defense depth, but man, adding a player like Bo Horvat, who, you know, is going to be in the lineup every night. God, who do you take out? You're left with the same problem. Uh, it's, it's going to be rough. It, it would be rough. Yeah. I mean, it, it just creates more of that kind of yucky feeling but um it, it you know if ron francis feels like the team is there uh 
I, in Ron, we trust, right? Like, <laughs> yep. you go with At the it. end of the day. It would be hard to turn down a guy who's got, what, 28 goals so far this season already? You know, down yeah. the middle, he wins faceoffs like crazy. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe that would upset all the mojo that the Kraken have going, right? He'd come in tonight and we wouldn't, you know, Get dominate. the Canucks stink. I can't get it off of him. <laughs> no, it's the winning the faceoff stink. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's the <laughs> that's what I'm worried about. That's what I'm worried about is this. We're going to start winning too many faceoffs. It'll throw the whole thing out of balance, out of whack. Um, all right, everybody. Um, let's see. Uh, got some good luck messages there for you, RJ, from Nathan. Oh, um, thank you, Nathan. Thank you so much, everybody, for, for joining us after this massive Kraken win in Boston. Historic win for the team. This this What a road trip. What a journey. What a year of the Kraken we are having so far. Thank you to everybody who gave super chats in this one. <laughs> there was too oh, yeah. many to name all here all it's at once. True. <laughs> uh, there just is. Uh, but we really appreciate it. It, it. it means so much to us. And um, yeah, I mean, I just I don't even know that there's like a, a, a nice, concise way of, of wrapping up a, a post game like the one we've had tonight other than just, you know, uh, super pumped about it. And I'm so happy that we get to bring this energy into that next game in Chicago for our event at Queen Anne Beer Hall that I get to be up there, get to see so many of you in person and uh, get to watch that next road game and, and kind of we can, you know, have our next experience doing this, this post game live live from an event like that it's going to be awesome yeah i think that's the perfect way to take this one out is looking forward to the very next kraken game having you up here uh you know having so many people come and join us at, at queen Anne beer hall uh for what's going to be an amazing day of seattle sports uh i cannot wait for it yeah i can't wait for it either uh we will see you know those of you who can attend we will see you there for the rest of you we'll see you right back here on post game live after that chicago game it's going to be a lot of fun can't wait for it market your patreon yes I, well, <laughs> hey tomorrow i fly out but before i leave for the airport we are going to be recording a red glare podcast for all of you patrons uh all you awesome patrons there so you're gonna get uh, the red glare podcast and, uh, you know, there's, there's obviously so much other good stuff. After this trip up there for me, I'll come back. Bedard video will drop. We'll have the live prospect chat for this month. I'm thinking Ty Nelson, everybody. I think that's probably a good one. We haven't talked oh, about yeah. him too much on there. I think it's time to do some video breakdowns with Ty Nelson, uh, the man who's shot a thousand pucks in the OHL this season. Uh, so it's going to be fun. <laughs> It'll be fun to dissect all that. Um, but for now, I think that we're going to have to say goodbye and good night. Uh, and we will see you all next time.